Welcome to We Could Be Wrong, But Who Cares? I'm Anderson. Yo, dude, my mood. I'm Karen. This is Sean. And Mike. Kosane went to Salamin, which means this whole year may it be blessed. It's an Arabic phrase. Um, Happy New Year to everybody, and let's hopefully grow this year and make great changes in progress. We've got a few topics tonight, some regarding family dynamics and some regarding society in general. Okay, is Mr. X going to want to say a prayer? Yes, please, may. Uh, Thank you, Mike. Mr. X, go ahead and uh, say your prayer, please. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing us to make it to 2024. Please give us all the strength to express our opinions and not argue. Please help those who need you and help those that have always been by your side. Amen. 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 So we'll start off with our first segment. It's going to be family dynamics. And regarding women nowadays, they're becoming more than in a traditional sense where there was a family dynamic of the male being the parental and the money breadwinner. And then the woman would be the nurturer of the children. Nowadays, there's been a change for them wanting to go and work more. And does that family dynamic affect men currently in society? Are they becoming a little bit more weaker, generally speaking? Or is it not having any effect at all? Sean, go ahead. Yeah, uh, so just in my opinion, I think first of all, I I don't know if if women want to go out and work more. I imagine they do, but they kind of have to. It used to be in society back, especially when I was a lot younger, that one person, whether it be the husband or the wife, could go out, have a job, own a house, and put the kids through college. That's impossible nowadays. Um, Do I think it makes men weaker? No. I think it makes us stronger to be able to have a good nurturing relationship with our children. I think some people may not see that, but I think that I, I personally feel it's a very good thing. I love my relationship with my kids and my grandkids. You know, I'm able to walk up and hug them and tell them I love them without a problem. And some of my older generation relatives couldn't do that. They couldn't say I love you. And I have no problem with that. So, no, I do not think it makes us weaker personally. Mm. Can I make a comment? Absolutely. Um, I'm going to comment on just one small point that um, that Sean just made right now. So, for me, I, I feel like being raised or I grew up, I moved to her when I was 11. So it was a very traditional um, Catholic homey relation, I'm sorry, um, environment that I grew up in, right? But having a mom that I have, um, she was a very strong person um, being left to raise four kids while my dad was here, um, you know, to provide us with the, open up the opportunities that, you know, she wanted to provide us with. Um, before we came here. So anyways, my point is, I don't think that we feel like we have to. Yes, I agree in today's society, especially 
um, financially. I'm still a renter. I'm finding it hard to, um, me and my husband find it hard to, um, well, I don't know how we would do with just one income. Um, personally, going back to my upbringing, I saw my mom work really hard. She worked. My dad was a dentist. She was a professional teacher. You know, she was a high school teacher. And my dad has always told me, have your own money. My mom always told me, have your own money. Don't be dependent on any man. And also in the line of work that I do, I've seen it where the woman, um, you know, for most of their marriage, they didn't work. They were fully supported by their husbands. The children became, I don't know, of age or 16, 17, whatever. They divorced. Um, and she has no way or means to support herself. Um, so I've done the same thing. Uh, I've taught my kids, my girls, and, you know, my boys too, that they should always try to be self-sufficient, um, contribute to their household, um, don't be relying, try not to rely on other people for support financial or otherwise. Um, they have to make their own person, make their own happiness and such. And as far as men um, being emasculated, I don't know if that's what you were talking about or pointing towards, but um, I think some men, especially when the woman is making more than they are, sometimes they could feel inadequate um, at some point. Karen, mm -hmm. yes. I was trying to say, are, does the women not being in the house affecting the roles of men today that, that they have today? I don't think so. I mean, in a household, like me personally, I feel like household duties, um, raising your kids, that's a joint effort. It's not just a, the mother's job to raise the kids. It's your children. Both of you should have your hands in raising your kids and nurturing them and taking care of them. And also bringing home the bacon that's your responsibility as parents uh, in my opinion that's my opinion so what i gather from both of y'all so far sean and karen is that it's not just that they would want to some some of them need to in today's society and that it's a benefit because both parents raising the kids is one a helpful situation and two you get to be more like loving to your kids, as it was Sean was saying from a male perspective. Mike Anderson, Mr. X, how do you feel? I have a lot to say. Um, I feel like um, I need to be very wise in what I say next. The reason is I think Karen hit on a lot of points and some of the points I agree with her on, and some points I disagree. First of all, uh, first of all, I want to take the time and, and thank Karen for saying what she said, but I believe that uh, a husband and a wife shouldn't have uh, were you saying they needed to have their own bank accounts their own money what did you mean by that what do you mean like yeah i didn't hear that i'm sorry uh, no that's you had said that the, the, the husband should bring in his own money and the wife should bring in her own money 
Um, no, that's not what I said. I feel like for me and my household, um, it's a joint effort. Like when you decide to, to have a family together, it's both your responsibility as husband and wife to not only provide financially for your family that you created, but also emotionally. It's like a joint effort. I don't think that it falls on the responsibility of um, earning income to support the family falls solely on the man. I feel like it's both the responsibilities of the husband and the wife or the partner, you know? As everyone knows, I do my best to follow the word and I believe in the Bible, it states that the man's duty is to fully be responsible to provide for the household. Um, I feel that in today's age, we continuously see women that become business motivated. And we see, for some cases, not all cases, that nannies raise the children more or that the in-laws raise the children more, the grandparents, and I feel that it does weaken the children, especially males, because you see a lot of young males very lazy today, and it's because they don't see <clears throat> what a man should do. A man should provide. A man should do his best to be educated enough to have a occupation where he could take care of his family and have his wife take care of the children. So, Miss, go ahead, Mike. Well, a um, couple different ideas there. Um, it, a man's going to have to make a pretty good amount of money or all the man is going to have to make a pretty substantial amount of money um, to be able to afford a house and to bring in the groceries and provide for children and education and so on. The, the me I don't know, Sean. Maybe you can look this up. What is the median income of people in the United States? And my guess is, I'll check. Uh, yeah, my guess is that's not from single income that's from double income even that so so while you're you're offering a religious tenant that some people believe in mr x the reality of today's world with economics is it's simply not they're not able to have a single earner in the family and let the wife stay home and take care help take care of the children or take care of the children and so on so it's just it's very almost economically well, not impossible, but very, very difficult. You'd have to be making a very, very good wage to do that in today's world. Yeah, I was going to agree with actually uh, Mr. <laughs> X. Uh, he's 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 right. Of course, you know, our duty as men is to take care of our families. But and I agree with Mike in today's society in terms of, you know, cost of living is impossible. Well, it seems impossible depending on what state you live. You know, I would love for my wife to not work. But, you know, we live in an area where both we both have to work because of our income and because of the cost of living here in, in the area we live in. So we have to work. She has to work. Is it weakening the home? Nah, no, it, it shows the kids 
strength. It shows the kids uh, responsibility of what each parent is doing and what role they're taking in. Mr. Anderson, I first I'd like to thank you so much for making that statement. Um, I could understand why you you believe it shows the kids strength, but a lot of times, I think I I have again. I don't want to speak for all the young gentlemen out there. There are some that do a terrific job, but I feel some men just don't feel loved, and it's because their mother's not at home, so they find themselves hanging with a bad crowd to feel that family connection because they're constantly alone. And their fathers, if they have them there, are working, which is good, but then the mother's working too, and these kids get raised by older children, and they sometimes do, um, they get into trouble. I think that's best to say it that way. Yeah, so, can I say something? Yeah, well, go real, ahead. Real, real, real quick, let me tell you the income because I have it. Mm -hmm. The one person, the average income for a, for a single earner in California is $65,895. Uh, the annual income for any average person in the United States was 30000 Yeah, I was going to say. Right. No, this, I was talking about the medium for California, right? Uh, that, that, are you sure? For a single earner, that median is six sixty-six thousand dollars. Sixty-five thousand dollars is what they're saying. I think California's a little skewed, though, Mike, because look at the amount of people that come to Silicon Valley and make yeah, tremendous amount of money. Look at the number of males. Look at the number of males that are working in the field. Look at the number of males that are working fast food. Yeah, look I know. It's just that's that what it's. At, look at it, Walmart and everywhere else. You that's know, what it's like, just saying from Justice.gov. One earner, state California. And this is in 2022, 65,895. Oh, that seems really high. What were you going to say, Karen? I was just going to disagree with um, Mr. X and his comment about both parents working, children feel alone or they start, that's what, that contributes to them, um, uh, I guess, growing up, you know, doing their own thing or not feeling that they're not cared for. I don't want to misrepresent what you were trying to say, Mr. X, but let me speak on my experience um, having a blended family and raising seven kids. Um, not all of them lived with us all the time during their youth. The four older ones um, did live with us for the majority of their youth. And I have two boys and I tell you, me and my husband, we did struggle. Anderson can attest to this because we used to bring our children to their house, their daycare right? Just so we can work and support our kids and provide a life for them that supports, um, I don't know why I'm feeling emotional. What the heck? No, but basically <laughs> to show our kids that, um, all right, fired up. That's good. No, to show our kids that you work hard for what you want. You don't grow up to become criminals or like you know, take the easy way out. Yes, we've struggled a lot growing up and I think it's benefited us because I have a lot of kids 
yes, not all of them graduated from college, but none of them are criminals. None of them decided to go, you know, the easy way out. You know, and I think you're just instilling, like Anderson said, responsibility, accountability, independence, self-sufficiency. I think those are all good traits to instill in your children and have them realize growing up that you can't depend on whoever, whatever, you know, you have to make your own, you have to get your own and make your own way, right? And if it yeah. means you and your wife have to go to work um, to build that lifestyle or that life that you want to bring also while shielding your kids and teaching them good values um i i'm all for it i mean it's hard it was hard you know but i'm happy to say that my son is graduating early from college he want he, and i'm not going to say the college he goes to because i know you guys can't edit things out right now but he's graduating early and i'm really proud of him you know I'm very, very proud of that. Can we get a sound effect of applause, please? Woo, woo, woo. Woo. That's actually awesome. What's his major? That's awesome. Uh, Political political science. Oh, okay. Awesome. And then does he want to get his master's or does he, what's next for him? So what's next on his plan is he said he's done with um, politics, but he's going to try and apply for um, the county. Um, and see if what he wants to do next. So he has been given the opportunity to work with autistic kids at a um, like an ABA therapy uh, facility down where he lives. And he was diagnosed with autism, okay, at a young age. Uh, he went through all the early intervention, um, speech therapy, occupational therapy, you name it, we've gone through it. Um, I think it just depends, again, the upbringing, the children, it, it starts with the parents, your household, regardless if you're poor, both parents are there, the mom is home or working. I think it all depends on how you raise your kids and what you teach them are good values and what, you know, how you should be as a good person, how to be good humans, so by, basically. Karen, by, by, the, by, by the way, Karen, you know, if uh, he comes for the summer, you know, Michelle does that too, so. Oh, does she? Yeah, she does that part-time now. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, my gosh. So, okay. uh, sorry to get off the, the show a little bit, but yeah. That's all right. Not at all. Karen, well, he's obviously a smart guy. I wish more people would get out of politics. Um, I'm glad that he's taking care of himself and he's going to provide a better place for this world. Um, so you're saying, in contrast to Mr. X, that sometimes it is necessary to have both parents go to work and given the direction, like for me example, I never had both parents. I only had one. So my mother was forced to go to work. I was given the proper direction to be able to take care of myself. And I agree with you, Karen, in a sense that given proper direction, they can grow to be great and Mr. X, sometimes it doesn't fall to the, your traditional standard of a male being the strong, dominant one and the woman being the nurturer at home because the society cannot stabilize for that. The family cannot support that. And another thing, too, a lot of women, I know if my wife didn't work, she'd be bored at home. She'd need something to do. So of course, you know she'll go out there and look for a job or something to do. But the be- uh, the more 
more income, the better anyway. Plus, it's good for both um, parties' mental health also because can you imagine the wife just being home, just having all that time to herself to make a list of all the things that she could nitpick on and, and you know, have a to-do <laughs> list for the husband to come home to later oh after you've worked 80 hours a week or 96 hours a week? I'm making light of the situation, but I, I'm half not joking. No, uh those are actually big deals because back in the day, men were dying because of stress and it, it, it's a burden that's really difficult to sustain in today's economy. Um, I just feel that we're kind of getting into a narrative that it's false. The, um, I, I wish I had the capability to have uh, studies before me because I'm pretty positive that families that have a single parent working and a, and a mother at home might have might do better in general than having two parents working. I I'm I'm just saying this. I don't have proof. I if I would have known this conversation would have gone like this, I would have had proof. But I just feel that. You guys are following into a false narrative that the liberal media wants us to believe. They want us to break up the nucleus of the mm. family. That's just where, that's how I feel about this. With all due respect, Mr. X, it's not a false narrative. I lived it. I just told you my life story. I, I understand, Miss Karen. I just feel that you're one of the special cases out there. <laughs> Uh, again, when I was saying this, I knew there were special cases, and you're one of them, and congratulations on that. But I don't think a majority of Americans will have the experience you and your husband did. You know, Mr. X, I'm curious because um, you, you said, gee, I wish I had been able to do the research, but I feel really strongly that that there's um, a, a, a two-parent family um, with one parent staying home is going to provide a better upbringing. Fair enough. That's what you said, correct? Yes. Okay. But then, curiously, you said there's a narrative going on, and Karen told her story, and I spoke up, and Anderson spoke up, Sean spoke up, and then you said... Oh, but I think they're following, the false narrative is they're following the liberal narrative. You know, that's funny because we're not following any narrative, like Karen said. We're just simply telling you our experiences and the experiences of people that we know. Okay, we don't need, to, we don't need a narrative to say, oh, 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 that's the way it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Wink, wink, that's the way it is. So I really disagree with your comment about there's a liberal narrative that we're all spouting here. Karen's speaking from the heart. So I'm looking at a study now about one versus two parents, and it does say that the impact of both parents working is very dependent on factors such as quality of childcare, the support network availability, the work-life balance of the parents, and it says the research suggests that when both parents work, 
It can have a very positive or a very negative effect on the children, again, depending on these uh, variables that we, you know, that I just mentioned. Thank you, Sean. Well, well hold on. Can I respond to that? Um, yes, you may. So, again, every on health care, I'm sorry, on child care, but yet you just said a lot of people have to work both just to make ends meet, right? So maybe that only works if they have enough money to afford daycare or um, any type of child care. And I feel that a lot of Americans don't due to some due to some bad judgments that current administrations have done and the previous administration that we had for eight years, decisions they did, especially with welfare and everything. That's what I'm trying to attend to. And to Mr. Mike, I wasn't trying to attack Miss Karen. I just felt that because Anderson, Mr. Anderson stated that he wished his wife could just you know, uh, not have worked. So I kind of felt like, you know, Mr. Anderson himself stated if he could have just worked by himself, he would have been happy for that. And that's all I wanted to say. Again, he did say that his wife would have been bored. And then like always, uh, I misspoke. And then as I see this show to go, a joke happened to where all of a sudden, you know, homemakers would make a list and see how it turns negative right away. I'm sure a lot of homemakers, a lot of women, mothers that are home don't make lists and don't give their husbands or children hard time. That's all I wanted to say about that. Sure. Um, that makes that makes sense. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. X. So based off of Sean's statistic, it could go either way, whether having both parents in the house or not having. But it couldn't go either way. It's it depended on depended factors. On it could not go either way. That's not what he said. And again, I'm assuming if the family made enough money to have appropriate health care. And it's at those health care that children, not all children, but there's a high a statistic of children being molested at at daycares and whatnot or being in danger. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I find Hi, hi I, I'm sorry, Mr. X, unless you have some basis for that. I don't. That's a pretty strong statement. I don't. Uh, there's a high number of children that are being molested at daycares. That's what you I said. I don't. Yes, it is. And I don't. So, I'll, okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah, just, just that's a strong statement. I mean, uh, I, I, again, I wish I had the capability of quickly jumping on two computers and, you know, typing it out. And maybe next time I will. I just feel like you guys are so. I, I do not want to make enemies of the panel here. Sometimes I feel that it's not as uh, uh, middle of the ground as much as uh, Chris states the show is. It, I listen to the show, I listen to old shows. It sounds really, really left-wing to me, that's all. Well, we're definitely, we're definitely uh, left toward the middle, I think most of us would say. And 
And we're thrilled that there's somebody on the right that wants to speak out. So hang in there. But, but you know, uh, my caution would be, you know, as soon as you throw out a label, like we're mm -hmm. following a liberal narrative, you know, mind, I guess we're what? We're, we're following it without even knowing what we're doing. We're all dumb. Not we that you're dumb. It. See, that's you. You're saying, I'm no, not I'm, saying that. I'm, I'm saying that, that it's very I'm, possible. Yeah. It's almost similar to a mass hysteria. I mean, the fact that a majority of people choose to follow Biden, a guy that could hardly speak on stage, I, I, I see myself going you're, somewhere see, negative. See, you're, out, see you're, you're, you're doing it again. You're making this I big I see myself statement. going negative, Mr. Mike. I understand that. Yeah. I've stopped myself. No, 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 I'm trying the, to do my best to communicate. Okay. Yeah, the, the generalization part is like uh, Biden... Um, uh, people have made it pretty clear Biden was the lesser of two evils okay so it was a matter the of the fact that we have Biden. to say it's lesser than two evils first of That's all President Trump terrible, wasn't evil second of all I mean if there was more God in, in our lives here in our society there wouldn't be lesser of any evil I, I just really wish a lot of people would stop this uh, major push of breaking down our moral barriers. It's wow, it's almost disgusting. Really <laughs> so just for some quick statistics, because Mr. X, I, I was able to jump on. Uh, in 2021, there were reported 452,000 uh, cases of child abuse or neglect. 77% of them were victimized by their parents. Uh, another like three or four percent were relatives. Uh, another like two percent were unmarried partner of parents. Uh, another small percentage was multiple relationships with the victim, so other relatives. And the final one was other non-relatives was the smallest amount. So I, I agree with you that it does happen, but from this is from the National Child's Children's Alliance says that 70%, 77% of most child abuse victims are like from relatives and parents. Thank, Thank you for Mr. providing Sean. that, Sean. Thank you. I, actually, that I did not know this, and thank you. Does that wrap it up for everybody in regards to family dynamics at this point? No, it's sexist to expect a woman to stay home and take care of the kids. While the, um, I mean, just to I be agree. honest. Shut up, woman. Shut up, woman. <laughs> I would stay home. I'm just kidding, of course. Wouldn't. I, I'm sorry. I I wouldn't want to stay home. I tried it. I drove me cuckoo. I was going crazy staying home, taking care of how many kids do we have? Six kids at the time. I didn't have the youngest one yet. Yeah. But oh my god. No. I just want to make it, wait, hold, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I just want to make it completely clear. I'm not being sexist. I'm just following the word. That's it. Okay, so then let me speak on that because I want to, hold on. Let me just make a comment real quick. You're following your Bible, right? And what, what you believe in, right? Based on your religion, right? But then you freely generalize and accuse us of conforming 
to something else or someone's agenda. Would isn't that the equivalent to what you're saying? I mean, what am I trying to say? Uh, I'm like, not sure. Are you okay. telling it's me okay, that it's but... negative to follow God's agenda? No, no it's not. No, but you're following my whole an agenda. Family does. You're right, following a but... Christian agenda. You're following a Christian agenda. You're following a book's agenda. That's what she. That's all she's saying. Right. I yeah, think you're conforming. Right? Yes, yeah. you're conforming to what your Bible says and what you believe. And I don't disagree with that. I have my own belief system, and I follow. I'm scared of God. I'm not going to commit a crime because I'm following the Catholic rules, right? But at the same time, for you or anybody else to say that, oh, well, you're following somebody's agenda. You don't have the capability. It's akin to you telling us that we don't have the capacity to use our critical thinking and make good decisions. I'm not saying family. you're not capable. I'm stating that you've been brainwashed. Uh, do you watch mm. TV, Miss Karen? No, I don't, actually. <laughs> you don't watch It's TV. only once in a while that I'll watch TV or Netflix. Or Netflix. Netflix. Mm -hmm. I crochet. I crochet because I'm getting old and I'm trying to stimulate the brain cells to keep working okay I, I think crocheting is a liberal narrative myself is I it really think... <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool good for you that's a nice skill to have good for you thank you let me pose this question if it was does it matter whether it's the male or the female being the caretaker at home versus up no. outside it matters absolutely it matters. No. Why does it matter, Mr. X? I mean, do you want you want there to be house husbands? Is that what you're stating? I don't I don't see a difference in a parental figurine set whether one would be the provider and one would be the nurturer. What And what this is, is what the like? feminization of American males have become. Mm. This is the point. <laughs> You don't think we can be manly and be nurturing to our children? I think a man should not stay home and be a house husband. That's what that, I think. That's not what I asked. A man Do you think a man can, can be manly and his nurture his children, children? And he nurtures his children by providing for them. So a man can't be nurturing. It matters what your definition of nurturing is. What is your definition of nurturing? Nurturing oh, my on. children so they grow up with a good, healthy understanding of what's right and wrong. You yes, know, when a they man feel can bad, do that. If better. that is your definition, then yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, phys physical and emotional needs of your children, like a, like a mother would do. I can hug my to... children, yeah. yeah. I am doing my best to be a productive member of this panel, but it, it sometimes it's exhausting I mean, the fact that you don't think there's a problem with our young male generation is baffling to me. Well, that's what the okay. show is for. Mr. X, oh, we're saying there's no, there may or may not be a problem with the younger generation. We're stating... Male, specifically male. And the fact that everyone thinks it's okay that uh, a young man is super in touch with his feelings, could be a woman if he feels like he's a woman could be called them or they, I mean, specifically the male. And it's very disheartening for me when I see other countries 
you know, keep the tradition of a strong male. And then I see young men walking past me down the block wearing pink sweaters with rainbows and pigtails. What so countries by, are you talking about? Well, by other that countries, you mean? Them. Yeah, but by other countries, you mean Russia and China? In Iran? Guys, you're saying that with Sean, lack of yes. nuclear I, I, I hate to. I'm what, sorry, what? Uh, Mr. Mahmoud. But Sean, yes, I mean, I, I know I'm going to sound like a typical, uh, you know, uh, right wing nut. But yes, you know, I, I don't agree with what Russia or China does, but their men are still men. And ours are pretty much, uh, I think it's better if I just stop there. No, Mr. X, you're saying that without the traditional nuclear family of having the male go be the provider and the woman being a nurturer, that it's affecting the younger generation not even knowing a sense of what masculinity is anymore? You don't think that a male can provide that? Is that what you're saying as a nurturer? Yes, yes, sir. Uh, my guess is that's part of it. There's other facets of society that are uh, feminizing American males. Uh, fair enough, Mr. Act, there's several things that would be my guess. Is that what we're all seeing? Do we all see that as well? No, I'll still kick some ass. <laughs> uh, Mr. Sean, I see you in work clothes. You're not a house husband. So, Very yeah, true. If my wife made a lot more than me, I would be. You... You said, well, but mean, you're not raising kids anymore. You're not raising kids anymore, but you true, know, whatever. True. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. X, go ahead. I, I'm just, again, I don't want to make a joke out of this because I think, you know, it's, it's important for us to know that we're damaging our young men. And again, I'm not attacking Miss Karen or her family or what, how she chooses to do her thing. But I think that we got to pay attention and that our, and that, our men are no longer men. How so? Just because they wear pink? Well, and I think we need to feminine side. We need to agree to disagree because I don't think I think it's two different sides of the coin that we're all seeing personally. Yeah, just I stop don't generalizing though. Just, just I would just appreciate it. I could appreciate you and your beliefs and your um, stance on this. Um, anyone on the panel, but just stop with the generalization because. I, I do agree with you and some of your points, but I can't completely agree with you because of the way you approach it and you, the way the you generalize. Way just... I, I mean, do you, would you like me to specifically name people? I, I'm, of course I'm generalizing. I'm protecting identities of people. I'm kind of confused on what you're asking me to do. No, but you can't generalize. Like, you can't generalize when you can make a comment and you blame a, a certain group of um, people and say, well, you guys are this or they're like this or growing up because of this. It's It goes back to how they're raised in their household. You can't generalize. What worked for me and my husband will not work for somebody else. I agree with you know that 100%. So That's the point I'm trying to make, Miss Karen, that, you're, that you and your husband was one of the lucky ones to get it. And the fact that, are you telling me you're not seeing some issues with other families? Uh, you've got to be. 
everyone out here on this panel has to be. But the fact is that we want to be... The fact that some people want to be so woke that they just want to accept anything. I mean, we we are losing our identity as a country. And this is why it's so important to have a good, conservative, traditional stance. And I'm trying to help you guys. I'm not trying to attack you guys. I'm trying to help you guys realize you are allowing people that have bad intention influence you and your children. If you... So, Mr. X, you would prefer having a strong male figure in the house as to that. So that Not necessarily the house, but to work room. and to show the young men how to work. And on weekends, if that's his days off, or on the weekdays, if those are the days off, how to do things like hunt. I mean, has... Has anyone on this, well, I'm sure Mr. Mike has and Sean has, I don't know how old Anderson, Mr. Anderson is or Miss Karen is, but anyone, how, how many people under the age of 35 that's liberal has ever hunted or ever caught their own food? They probably don't even realize that animals have to get killed to be put as meat in the markets, in the grocery well, that stores. That makes you a man? To be able to kill and progress and pro, uh, progress your food, a, yes, I absolutely. I don't live in a third world uh, country, so I don't need to hunt my food. I can go Sir, to the supermarket. Why would I want to go hunt? Okay, for example, in California, all right, there was major damage happening through major waves. Uh, in in Japan, a major earthquake knocked down all the the telecommunications, you know, stores just shambled to the ground. If you need to eat and your child's hungry, you better know how to go kill an animal, a squirrel, a cat, anything to provide. Because you might not live in a third world country today, but anything could happen to make it a third world country tomorrow. Mr. X, I don't disagree with you that it's very important to have the need to be able to provide for your family. If you think it uh, consists with hunting as well, but not a majority of the people need to go hunt to maintain a nurturing environment for their kids. That's what grocery stores are allowed for. Again, if the grocery stores are taken out of play, what are you going to do? You're not going to... I'm I mean, going to say something insulting. Right I feel frustrated. Well, well, I just need to take a step back. Well, gardening might be more helpful... <laughs> which I would suspect you wouldn't necessarily see that as being a masculine undertaking, but I would think gardening would be a trait you'd want to teach uh, your children. Gardening is case. important. I absolutely oh, okay. see that. You know, okay. Okay. I, I'm Good. not just all protein and red meat. No, okay. I, it just, okay. again, I just, uh, I'm really frustrated because I feel like people are not paying attention, especially all there's a reason why we're here. There's a reason why Chris chose us because we're supposed to be all free thinkers. But again, Sir, I just feel like this weakness is reflected in society anywhere in our government. Do you feel like our leaders have become weaker? Absolutely. Our current president is one of the weakest presidents in American history. Um, Can you clarify? 
Oh, we're, we're changing we're changing topics, which is okay. We want to change topics, but yeah, I think part of your frustration, though, Mister X, is because you, you keep saying, uh, I, "You know what? I'm so worried. You guys aren't paying attention. You're not paying attention. You're not listening." And I think that's really where the rub is. It's not a matter of we're not listening. It's just we just don't agree. And once we once we create a, a, a sense of disagreement in our words with what you're saying, all of a sudden, then we become part of that mass. Uh, mass hysteria of oh my god they don't even understand you don't know you guys aren't seeing it you don't get it you don't get it you don't get it is that that's pretty fair mr x we just don't get it i want to be very careful yes yes you know this is a time where i will make myself vulnerable i'm very iffy if i'm going to be attacked here but yes that's exactly what i mean and it's because i yes okay well, you know, I would I would guess that your frustration comes a lot from uh, people simply just don't agree. You know, people have their own truths. You seem to have very strong truths. You rely on the Bible for some of your strong truths. That's fine. That's perfectly acceptable. But but those are your truths. Is that can you see the distinction between your truth and my truth? You know, because I, I have a hard time with the truth. And that's what. See, even even when you go to the Bible, you say, well, there's only one truth. Well, unfortunately, there's more than one Bible. There's more than one interpretation of even that truth. Is that a fair statement to make? I think that's a very fair statement to make. There's more than one way to solve an answer and to raise kids and have an accepting, successful family. Mr. X, you have your beliefs, and Mike, you just made that point that many ways can be done. Many ways are yeah, being done. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I was gonna say, but he's looking at, you know, uh, I, I think with I, I don't see the I don't see the ideas. I don't see the quite the downfall of the male, you know, quite as uh, I see there's a there's a definite difference in the maleness of the 1960s and the maleness of the 2020s. Mr. Mike, I can I ask you, you a question, X. sir? Sure, I'd agree with you on that part. I agree. Yes, go ahead. Do you have children? Yes, I do. Do you have sons? Yes, I do. And do you follow the Bible? I'm, I'm, I don't read the Bible and, um, yeah, well, yes, there's many Christian principles that I follow. Yes. Okay. But I don't read the Bible and, uh, dic let it dictate my life, mm. uh, in that regard. So I, if that, that's a pretty crappy answer, but I'm, I'm you know. I, I don't know I'm if that's a sly, is, is that a jab at me, sir? No, no, I'm, I cut myself down, not you there. Oh. I, put, oh. I'm, I, I didn't answer you very effectively. Okay. Go ahead. Are your sons close in age? Yeah, fairly, yes. Okay, they're close in age. Okay. Now, do you, how am I going to ask you this question? I have no, uh. Do you do you believe both of them could provide if the worst case scenario could happen? I think one would do better than the other because one is more uniquely um, aggressive than the other, which would be part of what you would need to survive in a in an ugly situation. I think that's what you're talking about, isn't it? Yes. The one yeah. that's more the aggressive, one is, does he hunt? 
No. He does Neither one of them hunt. hunted. I mean, they fish. They fish, they garden, but they don't hunt with a rifle. Does the one who's more aggressive know how to use a gun? Yes, both of them do. And they would not be able to shoot down an animal? Oh, they probably could if, the, if it was necessary. But like Anderson said, there's no need for that unless you, unless you, most people that hunt, I mean, very, very few people who hunt, hunt to sustain themselves to survive. They hunt for sport, wouldn't you say? Yes, I would say that. But my, okay. what I'm trying to, I'm obviously trying to, I'm doing leading questions. But what I'm trying to lead to is that I wanted to make sure that the son that will have an easier time to survive, he most likely follows traditional male attributes, correct? No, no, not at all. One is just more aggressive than the other, just more innately aggressive. You know, my youngest son uh, didn't play football. My oldest son played football. You know what I mean? More aggressive sports. More, he's just more aggressive by nature. Okay. Mr. X, do you feel that only the men can be the aggressive um, surviving figure ahead of a family? What, if it, what about an instance to where there's no male parental figure? Do you not think that the woman could sustain or become aggressive? Well, obviously enough? they have. I mean, how many... Oh, I want to be very careful. I don't want to be called racist here. But how many... Uh, how sexist, many sexist or sexist racist because I mean there's obviously um, there's a group of people that are like known not to have fathers in their household and they're obviously you know surviving so yeah his question is you know if there is no um, father in, in the household a family could still survive yes will they have a lot more problems absolutely well, let me rephrase. Instead of survive, can they thrive? Can it be a successful family that you're looking for in that nuclear archetype? There are obviously cases of there being successful, um, you know, not nucleus families. I, I think the, the Bible is called a living Bible. Do you believe in that concept of the living Bible, Mr. X? I understand what you're trying to say. Yes, Mr. Mike, I'll buy. Yes, I do. Okay. Well, I think the con the concept, in my understanding of the Living Bible, is uh, like the Constitution. It's it was built to to weather time and the ages and provide a template for Christian behavior and and so forth. But but it changes. Times change. Things change. So the the concept of the wife, the woman being subservient to her man, and and the man is the dominant force in the in the in the home, in the family, that seems to be shifting all over the world. That's not just an American thing. That hasn't happened since just since Biden was president. It's been shifting throughout my lifetime for 50, 60 years. So can you understand is that acceptable to give that idea the constitution and the bible are the two most amazing things in human history 
Okay. Hmm. Wow, that was a great answer. Thank you, Mr. X. And thank for that conversation. I think the topic should be, we've got a lot of different notions to this answer for the family dynamics. A lot of us have said that there's a need for both the male and female to go into society and provide a sustainable household and get money by both being the providers. Mr. X is looking at the nuclear family from your religious aspects. And you prefer having a strong male archetype, therefore giving the youth a strong male figurehead to grow into. And you think that that's lacking now. Is that where we're gathered today? Is there any final points that anybody wants to say in regards to family dynamics? If not, that, nope. that'll, that'll clear us for the show. Um, Sean, don't forget you have our historical oh, well, facts for the day. I do. And I've got some interesting ones today for today in history. Um, so first, I know Michael remember this. 2004, today in history, Casey Kasem gave up hosting American Top 40, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember Casey Kasem. We used to listen to it all the oh, time. Yeah. He was uh, 2004. Exactly. 2004, uh, NASA's Mars Explorer rover landed on Mars. In 1994 today, more than 7 million black South Africans had their citizenship restored because they lost citizenship uh, in apartheid. Uh, 1985, Mitch McConnell became the senator of Kentucky. So for 39 oh. years, he's been Kentucky wow. senator. Crazy. Uh, wow. What's that, wow. Karen? That's crazy. It is. That is. That's a long time. 1977, mm -hmm. uh, Steve Jobs and Wozniak incorporated Apple. That's today in history, 1977. Um, I was looking up some of the, the cultural ones, Karen. In 1973, James Oberex of South Dakota became the first Arab American to serve in the U.S. Senate. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Anderson for what? our local. What's that? Go ahead, Karen. What oh, year? 1973, first U.S. Uh, uh, Arab American to serve in the U.S. Senate. <clears throat> um, for sports, uh, Anderson, 1971 was a bad year for us in the Bay Area. Uh, they had the first AFC and NFC championships. Uh, both Oakland and San Francisco were in it, and both of them lost. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no. Right. 1959, right. Alaska became the 49th state today. And 1959, excuse me. Uh, 1957, Karen, Dilap Singh Saud became the first Asian American and the first Sikh to be elected to Congress. <clears throat> Dang, 1957. Wow. 1957. Uh, Mike Dragnet, 1952 started today. <laughs> I remember that Jack show. Webb. Yeah, Jack, Jack Webb. Webb, exactly right. Uh, 1944, Pappy Boynton was shot down and became a POW. Uh, 1938, President Roosevelt founded March of Dimes. Here's That's a big one for sports fans. Sorry. Sorry, my son just... Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> all right, Anderson, here's the big one. 1920, the Boston Red Sox sold Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees, started the curse of the Bambino that lasted 84 years. Wow. 
uh, J.R.R. Tolkien was born in South Africa in 1892. Uh, I'm going to finish up. 1892 Tolkien was born in South Africa. And I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. I read all the books, saw all the movies, read a bunch of his books. So J.R.R. Tolkien's interesting. Famous birthdays for today. Just got three of them and I'll be done. Greta Thornburg, 21 today. <laughs> I know. Mel Gibson, 68. And Eli Manning, 43. So that's today Yay. in history. Thank you, Three Sean, cheers. for all those Three facts. Cheers for, those really interesting. Three yeah. cheers for Greta. A, yeah, a young lady knows. who's trying to, trying to make a mark in the world and make people understand how important it is to take care of our take care of our uh, our environment, our world. Yep. A woman, a woman's doing that. Can you imagine it, Karen? I'm sorry, what? I'm driving. <laughs> oh, I said a woman's doing that. Can you imagine it? Yes. Girl power. Can. Yes. Hey, can I say to Mr. X, just because I disagree with you doesn't mean that I hate your beliefs or ideologies. I just simply disagree with them and I can't jump on the same um, I can't. I can't agree with uh, some of your statements. But more power to you, Mister X. Thank you, Karen, for being. Thank you. The same to you, Karen. I feel the same way to you. Thank you, Miss Karen. Thank you, Mister X. Does anybody else have any final words for the show for tonight? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, Go Niners! Woo-woo! <laughs> well, let's learn from each other and provide strong role models for both our male and female youths. And I hope we have a great New Year. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Hey, man. Thank you. Peace. Peace out. Adios. Hey, good night.